You are now tuned in with your girls Ash and L and Sis. I tell you what, we're gonna keep the energy high, keep the vibes on a hundred. So let your hair down and come on and enjoy the conversation. Let's get to it. Back. Hold up. I thought we did a little chit chat before yeah, the show. You didn't tell us. You didn't tell us that part. Uh, well, uh, what kind you of did. nerves? You know why? You know why he didn't tell us? Because he knew that there was going to be he a chance we was going to act up. <laughs> he probably hears it all the no. time. No, so it was part of my business. The uh, you remember I pimp the streets. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's yeah. a part of it's it's a part of my business. Nepenthe treats. I do massage therapy and I also do body sculpting. Okay. So it's like non-invasive body sculpting. He started yeah. saying that, but then we got stuck on Pimpty streets. On I remember. Pimpty Pimpty streets, okay. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, go ahead and spell that out for, for the people. Sculpting. Yeah. Cause. Uh, so it's Nepenthe streets on I on IG. You can find me there. Uh, it's N E P E N T H E S underscore by B Y underscore Malik M A L I K. Nepenthe, if anyone knows what that is, it's basically. Yep. Uh, I also have it in my my description um, on Instagram, Spoken Intellect. Um, and for people who don't know what Nepenthe is, it's basically based off back in the old Greek days. It's a uh, a plant that they made into a drug to help you forget that you'll take and help you forget your sorrows and your pains and stuff like that. So like and that's kind of like the focus of my business. That's dope. Like weed, yes, in, indeed. Like you know, that's dope. Hurt. Got it. What made you want to get into that? Like, was there some sort of like a motivation, an interest? Well, like what what kind of led you in that direction? Um, I got tired of seeing really sick people and like, be honest, I just got tired of seeing sick people. And I feel like a lot of times, um, massage therapy, therapy can give you a sense of self. It can give you pride in yourself that you just got this work. You just got, you know, somebody just rubbed on you. They just got, they just released some of your attention. They just helped you with some back pain, something like that. And you can feel better about yourself. And when you feel better about yourself, you take care of yourself. And that's like really important. And same thing with, with body sculpting. I kind of fell into that. If someone wants to take that time to get, you know, to alter their body or they want to take that time to, for them to feel better, then why not give them that, you know, instead of them going to Mexico and getting, getting the treatment done, then they get the infection and come out all wopsided, you know. Touche. Because I know y'all have seen it out here. You've seen it done. I done seen Brittany yeah, come we... back. I said, what is that? It don't even look so. Right? Lil Wayne even came out on a podcast talking about that. Yeah, he was talking about um, that he meets a lot of females to get their body done. He was like, a lot of times when they get it done the right way, they butt be all hard. But the ones that they get it and it's not that good, they butt be all soft. And it usually be, he, he even quoted, it, he was like, it was a great butt. It's like, he was like, he loved it. So it was just like, you know, I haven't dealt with a woman with a fake butt, so I don't know. God. You know, if he didn't give it to me and I can't get it by doing squats or whatever other lower body workout, I'm going to just leave it alone because it'll be just my luck that I my clumsy ass be done fell and now it's a dent in it. Like, I don't have that kind of time. And like, I can't. So I'm going to just go ahead and figure it out. And if I can't figure it out in the gym, then, you know, you're just going to have to love my pancakes for what they are. And that's just that's just where we're going to leave that at. I have a serious question. Do y'all think you should tell the people you're in a relationship with your entire past? Mm. 
I mean, I feel like it. De- I feel like it depends on how deep we get because certain stuff I'm not going to just tell. Like, boom, okay, I'm talking to Malik, and we've just started talking. Like, we've only been talking for a week. There is no need, really, for me to explain to him my whole past if I don't even know if we're going to make it past, you know, the end of this week. So I just feel like you feed it to them as your relationship grows. So I don't feel like you should lay everything out on the table right away because, one, you're still meeting someone's representative at that point. Two, I don't know what you're going to do with this information. Like, are you going to judge me at this point? You know what I mean? Like, are you going to... Are you going to be like, oh, nah, she got way too much going on from when she was younger. Like, I need to know how you're going to handle the information. And I think certain deeper stuff should only come about when we get to that point. So let's say you're there. You feel like you should still share. Like, okay, you're three, four years into the relationship. Y'all are living together. Do you think you should share the details of all of your past with your significant other? I mean, I feel like at that point, three, four years in, I feel like we've at least skimmed most of it because I need to know who okay. I'm living with. Malik, how you feel? So, like, uh, I agree uh, mostly with Elle. Um, and, and, and I would say for, for the men perspective on it, a lot of times we get in trouble about this because, like, we didn't tell y'all something and then it comes up and we're like, oh, my bad, I didn't tell you that yet. And it kind of seems like we was being shady. But a lot of times is, you know, we we just didn't think about it. Like a lot of times when we tell your stuff from our past. I was going to say, like, I feel like when it when that happens, I don't feel like it's always like omission, like to like intentful omission. I don't think it's intended for that to happen. I feel like it's just like, oh, well, I mean, there's no real place for me to jump in and say something about this until it comes up in the relationship because now I feel like why do you need this information because now you're probably like side eyeing me mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be but then if I don't tell you until it comes up then it's well why didn't you tell me before well I really wasn't thinking about it until the situation happened <laughs> like yeah yeah and that's how it happens a lot of times we don't really you know y'all ask us questions about how many exes or you know have we done this have we done that uh, or the infamous question what's your body count body and stuff like that are stupid. thank you that's where I was body headed. All right. So are stupid. <laughs> I don't think that body like I. OK, so the conversation always comes up and I personally. I don't have a lot of bodies and that's just because of how like I, I don't really like people. So <laughs> I kind of keep that to a right. minimum. But that's not to say that somebody my age that has double my amount of bodies, you know, feels any differently about themselves. So like if. I never bring up the conversation. I don't care who you suffered in the past. As long as you have a clean bill of health and we're good and there's nobody during me, we're good. But, like, I've dealt with people who have high, high body counts. But, like, so, okay, I have this argument with my boyfriend all the time, okay? I have this argument with my boyfriend all the time where we will go back and forth, forth and back, every which way you can find it on why body count does not matter. But he is very transparent with me to let me know that for many men, body count absolutely matters. And I keep saying, 
my reasoning that I think that that is, and he says his reasoning for what he thinks that that is. So Malik, since you're here on the show as a new perspective, right? Would you personally, being very transparent, would you say that body count matters for you? Uh, <clears throat> so one, one, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, two, um, I'm different than a lot of other males. It doesn't matter to me about body count because partly because my body count may be above a, a, a good number of people's. Um, but I will say that a lot of men feel that way. Like a lot of men, um, has definitely felt uh have definitely felt that way where they um they need to know like you know the body count of their girl and it really it comes down to like is my woman a hoe that's really what it comes down to like they don't want to know that their woman's has you know body count is possibly higher than their higher than theirs or even so that that she <laughs> that she's been around um, you know, and somebody possibly they can walk into or meet up to, um, can, you know, might have slept with their girl. You know, they don't want that. Like every guy wants to brag, like, this is my woman, look how bad she is, blah, blah, blah. But nobody wants the people that he bragging to, he don't want nobody to be able to touch him. He just wants them to be able to like, dang, bro, she bad. Like you lucky dude. Right. Wish I could have that, you know, I, I get that. So like my biggest thing is it's always ego because if she's not interacting or having intercourse with the people that you know, and it's not any chance that you are likely to run into these people, body count should really have no conversation in, in, in at hand when you're dating someone. I just don't think that it's reasonable, right? If I slept with a hundred people or five, guess what? You're not going to be able to tell the difference. If I told you five, you have to take my word for it regardless. So I really stand and I keep that energy because I know that I don't want somebody in my circle to know what my partner feels like sexually. Right. Yeah. And I would only hope that they felt the same way in regards to me. But if we don't have, have that chance. You also have to realize that guys automatically think you're lying. Like if you say something like, oh, I've only had like five. We're like, she's at 15. Because I was going like, to say, who was that? So, <laughs> so it's a song that said it. J. Cole, J. Cole, J. Cole line, you know. So note the women. Everybody said you only had two. Like, <laughs> like yeah, we, we already multiply that by three. Listen, because you know, when I like, tell my real body count, like they already don't believe me. And I'd be like, dang, bro. Like I literally, like I count. I can tell you the first <laughs> first and last name of like everybody I've ever slept with like I, but I you know why they, they don't believe you because there's like this thing going on right now well it's been going on for real for real but it's 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 being normalized at this point um not counting the sexual partners that weren't actually pleasant man if that's right? the case I promise I only have three bodies so I'm just saying I'm just saying what is happening right now if y'all can see Malik's face right now um like <laughs> <laughs> But that's what they're doing, right? So, like, it's always been a joke, but, like, it's an it's an official conversation these days. I feel like that's that's more of a... Yeah, yeah, I, but I feel like that's more of a, of a woman thing. Like, they don't count that. Because men, at the end of the day, they just, like... If, if they stuck it in, like, they did, like, two or three strokes, then the guy hit. Like, wherever... At the end of the day, <laughs> I still you, hit. Though? You know, but but did you, though? You really didn't. But in, <laughs> in most guys' minds, yeah, I hit. You know, you tell your boy, like, yeah, I hit. It was straight, bro. Mm. But, um... I mean, but technically it's true because y'all were in that moment together with consent. And whether 
you knew what was the outcome or not, it was still there that it happened. So unfortunately, you may have to secretly claim it and just say you only had two bodies. So if they can multiply it by like five or six, you're still underneath the threshold of like wholeness, as, as men like to say, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I didn't know that was like a real thing happening where they multiplied bodies. Yes. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it's funny. Um. Men find any way to make us a hell. I tell you that. Listen. Well, so all right. So my mindset is always this, and I try to I try to teach any man, uh, especially like whenever I uh, mentoring people and stuff like that. And in college, I used to do uh, relationship seminars, and I the first thing I used to tell men is like, look, you never want to call a, a woman a hoe. Like, don't matter don't matter if uh, if she did you and your homeboy the same night, because and and my mindset wasn't like a ooh respect woman type thing. I'm gonna be real with y'all. It was. If you call her a hoe because what she did to you, she's not going to do it to nobody else. So, like, why no. Why are you no. putting down not this woman? No, you in for some... Well, I'm, uh. I, I'm just saying. I'm just, that's the truth. That's, like, like why would you why would you slut shame her? Because then she's going to think something wrong with herself or she think about something wrong with what she's doing. And at the end of the day, she's living life. She's doing what she wanted to do. She okay. chose to totally do what she did. totally misinterpreted how that went. So here's how I took that moment. <laughs> you said not you trying to come up. Yes, this happens all the time. So I completely process that as <laughs> you benefiting <laughs> the action <laughs> in promoting it for the betterment of the men. Like no. if she don't do it, if she if you tell her it was wrong for you, she's not gonna do it for nobody else. And don't you wanna help all other men? Like that's really how I process that whole situation. No. I, I I was for hot girl summer before there was a hot girl summer. I, that that's okay. what I'm for. Like, I'm like, so sorry. At the end of the day, at the end of the day. Nah, nah. I, I saw it. I saw you building up. You was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Them hands was getting ready. ready. But nah, that, that's how I feel. But you have to understand, like men also what body count is because i got a conversation with this with 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 women i've talked to is not necessarily i don't need to necessarily know your number of body count but i wanted like when we had a conversation with some of the stuff you did and some stuff that i know that i just couldn't if i found out my happened to my woman i'd be like mm, i don't know if i could be with you and that's like if because she got of a train the experience difference yeah like no like okay. if she gotten if she got a train ran on her like i guarantee you ask your boyfriend that He'll be like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. But why? Now, let me let me just give a disclaimer. Neither host on this episode, okay, have had these actions done on them. I just want to be clear. <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. that is not to say that that is an issue for women who do choose those actions. But I always wondered, like, why is that such a stigma Amongst it's like a men. It's like, but hold like on, because y'all, y'all can do it and it's cool, but we mm-hmm. do it and it's like, oh no, like why? I just, just serious question. Well, you have to realize that. So let's say you did that, and um, and you told your man, your man, your man might call you. You know, he uh, hopefully he won't call you a hoe, but hypothetically speaking, like a dude will call right. a woman a hoe for that action. Um, and then let's say she told her girlfriend, her girlfriend might still call her hoe because I feel like sometimes girls are more quick to call each other hoes than than anybody else. And yeah, if we're much I call more critical my, of each other. Yeah, and if if my homeboy told me he did that, I'd be like, "You a hoe?" He'd be like, "All right, cool." Either way, right. I'm still fucking. You know, it doesn't bother him 
the way that it bothers women. So I think that's why sometimes things hit harder for you guys because it bothers you more. And it's not the fact that there's, there is a double standard. I will agree. There's a double standard, but a lot of times, um, we, as a people, men and women, we create these double standards. You know, it's not like something that's just from birth. I feel we like, create though, these double standards. Why does it bother us? Yes, like, we, if it was done in the ego. past, what... Okay, ego. see, thank you. Thank you. Just honesty. Ego. That's all we ever ask for. It's just a little bit of honesty. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just ego. had to dig for that for a moment because I'm like, it's all ego, y'all. <laughs> Cause if I did it five years ago, that's but see, that's why I don't stand on. I don't stand on. You should tell your partner everything. I just don't. I don't think that's a thing. Um, like, uh, what movie was uh, what movie was Debbie do anything? What movie was that? Debbie do anything? What what, what movie was that? Um, no, I never heard that in my life. Oh, uh, what movie? What? Now nah, I gotta think about thing. it. Yeah, she okay. So was that a flick? That no, it was that was just her name in college. Oh, now oh. I gotta find it. But it pretty much was, you know what I mean. Like he was fine up until he found out her body count. Then things completely changed. They were great, and then mm-hmm. he found out her body count, and it was like, oh my god, you used to do that in college. It's like, bro, it's college. Like that was years ago. I was young. Like I was living life. I was free, and now you're gonna hold it to me, like you know what I mean. So- like. So that that's that edges on um, the the presence of insecurity. And let me say first say that ego and insecurity are not the same thing. There are two different things. They hit on two different levels, you know. Um, so like that's that's just on that point. But go back to what Ash was saying. What if if you don't tell your par- partner everything you've done? Good. That's that's your choice. But what if your partner finds out about something you've done for somebody else that hits so much harder than you telling them what you've done? Okay, but now, okay, but just knows. earlier in the conversation, we were all in agreement about unintentional admission, like uh, admission of guilt. Like basically, oh well, I totally didn't think about it until it came up. You feel me? Like I can use that same well, plea but, but and, and win the case. You could, but you can't in your situation if your man asking if he's asking you those questions, then your mind should like if if I ask you a question on a subject of sex, like what all have you done? And you decide, like, oh, I haven't done much. I've just done this and this. But that action, you know, was admitted. Then that's, in my definition, that would be a lie. Because I actually, a broad question, and even though it was broad, we were going down a list, and I'm saying stuff I've done, you're saying stuff you've done. And then you, for some reason, didn't tell me this one thing, this nasty-ass thing you did. But now and you look you at me differently? It. Like, you know what I mean? Did I yeah. lie, though? Yeah. How? So if I, oh, okay. if, it, it so, was, if it was like a direct question, then you lied, but so I stand on it. I stand on it. Even outside of like sexual past and history, mm-hmm. I just, I don't ever feel like you should have to tell your partner everything because sometimes the trauma that people have endured mm-hmm. is not beneficial to the person knowing like it's just not for them to know because they'll internalize it when you're still kind of working on that yourself yeah if that makes sense when you say relationships it it has to be a a different point like if i'm just talking to you we just talking then no like i don't have to explode everything but if we're like in the relationship of like we're in love with each other you know we're we're already making those steps live together everything women need mystery 
Y'all need mystery. For real. Okay, no. My grandmother, before she passed, she told me long years. Yeah, I was so young that men don't need to know everything about you. Right? Because there's literally, it benefits them none. Like, if it's not pertinent to the relationship or your growth moving forward, there's certain things that they just don't need to know because they do have ego and they do have pride. And certain things are just really not relevant to the relationship. And so, like, I've been very transparent with my current boyfriend, but there are certain things that I just feel like it's completely irrelevant. Like, it would serve us nothing. And not even just sexually, just in general. Like, it would literally serve us nothing for me to say it outside of just telling an experience or a story mm-hmm. or like what happened. Do you see what I'm saying? Like there's no, there's no progress yeah. being made with that conversation and there's no depth to learning me from it either. That's the thing that would be like, like there's questions I don't ask because I don't, I don't care for the answer. So I like there's stuff I don't ask or there's stuff that I already know that I don't really necessarily need to ask. I know to stay away from the questions that I don't want to, I, I don't, I don't care for the answer for. Right. So like, I know Elle was saying like with trauma. So do you, do you think Elle, that you like have certain things that you're just like, you want to say, okay, I'll tell you everything. Or are there certain things that you feel like you have a right to keep to yourself? Certain things as far as trauma goes, I keep to myself, especially like until it comes up, I'll keep it to myself. Like there are times where I might have to explain to you, like, boom, we're dealing. We've been in a relationship for a long time. I wake up one day and want nothing to do, not nothing to do with you, but I'm kind of distant. I have to explain why I'm distant because I've never been distant from you. Or trauma has caused me to scream myself out of my sleep and now I have to explain to you. (laughs) So this happened and this usually sometimes is a result. And, but again, I don't feel like it needs to be laid out from the beginning. I don't feel like it needs to be a red carpet of, Hey, you know, this may happen. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, it never happens or it's kind of like, ha, okay. I can't deal with her because she might scream out of her seat one day, or she might decide that she just is withdrawn from me all day, or I can't handle that. So I'm just going to leave it alone altogether. When in actuality, it doesn't happen as often as now you're going to think it happens or you're going to be looking for it to happen. Right. Mm. I, I mean, I, I see that's 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 where I say I get it, because those are pertinent details, pertinent details to the relationship. They're pretty important. Right. But like I've I've known women that went on vacation in I don't even remember where they went, but somewhere in the islands. Right. And they came back got into a relationship and completely ruined their relationship by telling them that they had a one night stand with somebody. Sis, why? Why is that relevant to your relationship? It it's not. It was. You see what I'm saying? Just being too honest. Like sometimes I feel like sometimes people are just a little too honest. That shit did not make or break anything in your life. Right. Like <laughs> you feel me? Like, man, you you were in Mexico. You ain't never gonna see that man again. Like as long as you can't use this like you used the condom, you came back, you know, you were safe and all that, and you weren't even in a relationship with the boy. Shit, he ain't never got to know. I'm taking that to the grave. Like, no. A guy's comeback for that would be, um, and it's, it would be a dumb comeback, but the usual comeback would be like, so that'd be like, if I cheated on you, <laughs> or if we were in a talking stage, we're not together, we're in a talking stage, um, and I and I was hitting other women, like I was I was having. Uh, Boy, say sex. Uh, coitus. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
I was dropping dick off in several in several women. And, you know, it's just so happened that you made the the the, the top epsilon cut. So now I'm only dropping dick off to you. But then you find out later on that before we officially got together that I was doing what I was doing. Would that be a problem? Until we no. are exclusive, nothing you do. You don't owe me anything shit. To, nothing. I tell people that all the time. I don't care if you was dropping dick off in bitches 12 hours before you said, hey, I want to be exclusive. Now, what you did 12 hours ago has nothing to do with us right now at 1 o'clock when you said, hey, I want to be exclusive with you. Now, anything after that? It's your ass. Yeah. But anything before <laughs> but anything saying. before you said, hey, I want to be exclusive has nothing to do with me. Ain't got no, nothing to do with that. me. One of my favorite questions to ask is, how crazy are you? Just Ain't for, nobody going to tell the comment. truth, Malik. I know, but you okay. got, like, that's, you gotta, you gotta Have ask I that never. question. Have I never? I know, but when it happens, then I'll be like, you said, you said you never did it. And you believe so now my you, <laughs> And now you delete it. Now the relationship is over, because you lied. True signifier, right here, right now. The fact that I even lied about this shit from the beginning should have told you right. who I was. But there's levels. There's levels. It's like, all right, you did this, so now, you know, I'm going to blow up your phone or I'm going to cuss you out, blah, blah, blah. Not, I'm going to put sugar in your gas tank or I'm going to slash your tires. I'm going to cut up all it's your jays. Like, that's money. It's messy if you just drop a fun size snicker in it. But that's neither here nor there or a golf ball. Just, and they'll never find it and it'll fuck up. I'm sorry. Carry on. Just. But there's like a whole victim that could like be a bystander once that shit kicks up and the golf ball goes flying out. It doesn't fly out. It never makes it through. It gets oh. stuck. So like they can't find it. Like when they're working on the car, you can't fucking enter a car. They never know what's in there. So it keeps on, you know, causing issues and you can't find it. So there's that. Also, okay. you can ruin an entire uh, an entire paint job for like three dollars and fifty cents if you just buy a bottle of brake fluid and just pour it on the paint. Ladies, please. Yeah, don't I listen. knew that. I knew that one. But we're not even going to sit here and encourage the violence, okay? We woke up and if chose peace lick today. A Jolly Rancher and put it on. No, um, carry on. <laughs> not the Jolly. I was like, wait, I never heard this. One. I was like, how deep did this get? <laughs> she Good did a whole layout for it. <laughs> And like it's every so funny. Like I know all of this. Up. It definitely kept escalating. I we know all of this, like but I've never had the energy to do any of it. Like I've been so wronged in life. And it's like, yo, I could ruin your entire life, but I don't have the energy for it because I am a firm believer in karma. So I feel like if I do something to your car, you gonna come fuck my baby up. And I don't have that kind of time. I worked hard for that. See, I just want to give a word to the wise. That's why you know, again, my disclaimer always past life. Um, <laughs> that karma comes back. Okay. Yeah. That karma comes back. It's not always in the way that you may have attacked them, but that karma comes back. So I strongly encourage women use your words, not action. Not words hurt. Hands. Yeah. Words hurt, but like it's not financial property and it's not a physical being. L has this post she posted on social media about love languages and had questions so like i'm not sure i'm sure you didn't see it because i don't think you're you're in that particular group but 
Are you familiar with what love languages are? Do you believe in them? Is it, do, do. you know what yours oh. are? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Do you have a certain set of someone that like you, can, is there any compromise for either one of you for those love languages? Like, can someone not be as great in one thing, but make up in another and you still feel like you'd be content? I mean, so at the end of the day, there's what I believe or what I took from the love languages. Cause I actually got taught it. Um, it's, uh, your, so I think it's important that people know their love languages, but also knows your partner's love languages. There's a difference. You don't have to match love languages together. You just need to know what, how does my partner feel love? Like how does they, one, how do they feel love? And then how do they express love? Um, a lot of times, and there's, I mean, very few times, but a lot of times the way that we feel, the way that how we feel love is the way we also express it. But just because we express it that way doesn't mean it's received to our partner that way. No, absolutely. So that's something that gets lost in transaction. And I, I feel like that's a conversation that needs to be had, like, when we begin dealing. Because, like, I seen something that said, learn your partner's love language because you're, you're out here buying $1,000 purses and all they want is a hug. Like, they literally just want time like that's that's it so i feel like it's an important conversation to have as far as not matching a love language um because my okay my love languages are quality time and physical touch i've dealt with somebody who they were great with the quality time didn't really like the physical touch so much but because that's what I liked and that's how I felt cared for, they would eventually, like, let me do it. So it'll be like, all right, I know this will make you feel better, so I'll lay next to you, you know, with no shirt on. I like skin to skin. So it's it's trying to meet them there. Granted, yours may not yeah. be the same, but it's it's about putting in the effort. The attempt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, that's like, um, like my love language is... Um, words of affirmation, uh, physical touch, acts of service. Um, but if you, and then you have to realize that people, that your love languages are not set in stone. They can change throughout the time with you maturing or the way that your life is going right now or just stuff how of how you, um, you matriculate through life. Like I learned that my love language initially came from my parents. My mother wasn't super affectionate um, when she was, you know, when I was, when I was growing up. So I like physical touch and it's not a disclaimer. Physical touch doesn't mean sex. Physical touch means like sensual, sensual touches. So like (laughs) when I say a lot, I'll say like I I enjoy skin to skin a lot. And automatically people are thinking, oh, you want to have sex? No, like you can literally be sitting next to me. And I'll put my hands like up your shirt just for that skin to skin contact. It doesn't have to be sexual. It just is something about skin to skin that calms me a lot. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I was deprived of the titty as a child or what, but I need that skin to skin. So I don't, I don't know. And like, I'll be trying to explain that to people. It's like, you don't have to touch me sexually. Like, we could be laying and watching TV and you literally just have your hands like on my legs or you know what I mean? I'm laying on your belly or it just has to be that, that, that contact. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's I agree with you. It's like that, or it get lost in transaction that um, being intimate means sex. Mm -hmm. It does not. It just means that it means that you're just vulnerable with that person. And this conversation of um, of the love language can be that vulnerability. You know, I've done things where like um, I've I've renting like a like I'll go to like a hotel or Airbnb and it has like a jacuzzi or whatever like that and um, like at the end of the night like I get like two glasses of wine me and a girl in the jacuzzi and whether we are most of the time we naked but it's not the fact that <laughs> we are naked in the jacuzzi you should include that you know being you know I yeah, gotta include that it's not the fact that we're naked in the jacuzzi and we about to you know get stuff started it's the fact that we're vulnerable we're mm -hmm. I'm in front of you you see all of me you're in, you know you in front of me, I see all of you, and then now we can open and have open dialogue right. about, you know, stuff like that. that like, that's, that, that, that's what really hits. That, that intimate session, like, at this point, there's really nothing to hide because we're literally sitting here naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Dan, you know, let's really dive in. I think sometimes we get, um, like, for me, like, I'm not a, a person that's like, oh, I need to wait. I need to have sex on the first night. Or I need to wait ninety days. Or I need no. I feel like it should happen when it happens. Mm -hmm. But but at the end of the day, like whether it happens that first night or not, like we still have to be able to be intimate with each other without you know having that that sexual encounter, you know. And that's what I want. Sometimes sex can lead to that inti that intimacy. Cool. That, that's pillow talk. Fine. But that's really what I'm chasing. I'm not chasing your. I'm not chasing your booty, girl. I just want you know what you actually really think, what you feel. Right. And see, I admire people that like that, that whole, um, that physical touch being a love language. Right. I said, I admire them. I don't necessarily like them, um, in romantic relationships because I am not that she's, my, she's my not, love language. You're no, she's not, like, like that whole touch hug anything. Yeah. It's not in my love language at all. Like at all. Um, mine is like quality time and acts of service straight like like those are my top two so when i hear people talk about like this physical touch and the intimacy and like it all sounds really great right but it's not you i'd be like mm, one day maybe <laughs> yeah it's just not me but i know that it's my partners and so that's hard for me because that's why i asked do y'all think that there's a balance because it's my partner's love language right a primary love language but because I don't care for it or like it or even engage in it, right? I actually feel really unbothered by the whole thing, like, eh, whatever. But I can, I guess I can see the this, the the need for it, right? Well, um, well you got to think of it as in, um, sorry, I cut you off, Ash. You got to think of it as a gas tank, like the same way as in a book. You got to think of the gas tank. Like, you might not always be filling up his gas tank with the with the love language he needs, but to get him that premium, you you got to hit. You got to hit it sometimes to get him that, that full tank. You got to hit that physical yeah. touch sometimes. Being transparent, you know? we working on it, right? Like it, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a progress or a progression yeah. is, is where we're at. But. Okay. So before I segue into my, like the question that I have, do y'all think love languages are solely for romantic relationships? No. Nope. Dang, that was flat I out. Have them I have with like my that. children. Yeah, because I have to think about how my children like to be loved. All three of them are different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my friends and are I different. And I only ask that because Ash has been my best friend for years. I 
require all the like affection kind of stuff and poor ash is just like so i don't know what to do so she's like she's one of those you know how people like you'll see those memes or something it's kind of like when my friend calls me crying and like they have no idea what to do that's ash she has no idea what to do in that moment like Mm -hmm. none at all so she's just kind of like um (laughs) so would you would you say that you're one of these people that do know what to do if someone calls you and cries? Yes, because people call me and cry all the time. You, you are one in a million people. You're very rare. Because... I agree with Ash. Like, when people call me crying, I'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> right, what do you do? <laughs> like, this is... Um... Y'all can't see my eyes, but it was, it'd just be I like... Have... Yeah, I, wish I, I am could, confusion. Because that, like, that was like the perfect face. But no, like I have people call me and like I have to stop answering the phone sometimes because I am an empath. So if I don't have the mental capacity to deal with it, I'm like, ah, I can't answer. Like I'll probably text, but I can't deal with the emotion. But I have people literally call me in tears and I'm like, all right, so this one's going to be a while. So what's wrong? Like I I need you to breathe. Uh, Like first let's let's breathe because I can't hear through snot. So I need you to. Pull it together so we know what's going but on. But see, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I think it's like a good medium, though, because for me, I'm a straight shooter. Sometimes a little too much, but I'm a straight shooter, right? And it's like either we're <laughs> going to get straight to the point and figure this shit out or we're just not going to talk about it. And sometimes you need that friend or even your partner to balance you and, like, soften you out a little bit. Like, okay, no, you probably hurt everybody's feelings when you said that. Think about how to reword that. Right, yeah. I need that. I need somebody to be a filter for me sometimes. Cause like, okay, I like I, I legitimately go to my boyfriend and I'm like, listen, this is how I feel, and he was like, Mm-mm, don't send that shit, Ash. Don't, <laughs> don't. He was like, no, yeah. because you know, because he he actually taught me love languages. He taught me how to be aware and mindful of other people's needs in mm-hmm. conversation and interactions that I never had. I was like, Psh, whatever. I am who I am. I am what I want. So him teaching me that has taught me a little bit better about like being more cognizant of like my actions, my behaviors and my words. Um, So I do think you need it with friends as well, especially your children, especially your friends, like, because these things are, I feel like they're much more complex than relationships to me, like romantic relationships Um, because you don't have that. Yeah. I feel like you don't have that, that, intimacy to hold you through those tough times so like you have to be more creative with how to get through tough times with friends I, I, yeah saying. you do um just because y'all don't have those like you said those many encounters i mean i know me and my friends especially for guys we don't have like intimate conversations unless we're drunk do you, or we're under okay. influence okay so and, you know in that, that's where it all comes out but in that like do you like do you show affection to your male friends um, like, do you hug your male friends, or do you tell them you love them? Yeah, like when we see each other, we hug, we dap each other up, and stuff like that. We do that, but we don't do it like. Let's say if, if I if I go to Georgia, uh, usually my first stop is I go see my best friend. He lives in Atlanta, um, and usually like we'll hug, blah blah. blah. But if I'm staying at his house, like we're not gonna hug every day. I, I mean, you know, sure. or we don't do the same thing that girls girls do. Like girls, like y'all lay in bed with each other. We don't do that. Um, if we do have to sleep in the same bed, it's like foot to head. Right. Like we, you know, <laughs> y'all be cuddling and stuff. Like, 
shit wows me. But um, <laughs> you guys should try it. I'm just saying. No, nah, no, nah, I'm okay. I'm alright. No, it, I mean it's. I'm alright. I'm, I'm okay. It's pretty comforting. It, it is for many. Not me personally, that's, because that's, again, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not touchy feely. But. But that because that could be because you like. Do you like cuddling? No, not mm-hmm. me. I hate it. I fucking um, love it. I feel yeah, like I everybody should at least cuddle at least two times a week or something. Like you just need those those good juices, those good positive connections. <laughs> the juices. Yeah, I, I, agree, I had to, I, I had to bring it back when I said juices because I thought about it. But I think you should. <laughs> no, I agree. I was watching. I watched this show, um, Married at First Sight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a shit show. It's it a shit show. But. It has really good context in the midst of all of it. And, like, it teaches you that, as, like, I, both of y'all have said, that intimacy really is a huge part of the relationship. And then after that, it really is sex. Like, people like to lie and deny and say that sex isn't a big part of the relationship. But most marriages end because sex is no longer there. You see what, what I'm saying? What people don't realize is, is it's compatibility. Like, even... Even cuddling, or like what Elle was saying, there's a compatibility to that. Some people cuddle style is different from other people's. And unless you guys can match, like you ever like, example is you ever slept with someone and y'all just slept together and it's cool. You woke up, but let me slept with someone. Um, but then you ever slept with someone and you had like the best sleep, like it was like a real deep, real smooth sleep. You woke up and y'all both felt like boom. Y'all felt like new people. Y'all felt energized. Felt like it's great sleep. You know, that's that compatibility thing where what you kind of need L really feeling that. The same thing go with sex. Like, I I could have sex and, I mean, it's not a – another conversation. Um, but I could have sex with someone and, and I don't enjoy it, but they might have had a ball. And even though I'm, my biggest thing is I like to please women, cool. I still want some of it back too, you know. I'm cool with you coming <laughs> first. Just- I'm cool with you coming back it, but the first one is least... the race to the first nut. <laughs> <laughs> I, but do you have men that think that way? Like men, they feel like some some men feel like you know. Look, I came, so you should have came. Like some men feel like you sh- women should know their bodies well enough where they can come as fast as men come. Y'all, y'all, I feel like every person should at least one time in their life deal with a pleaser wait wait real quick does that incite love for you ladies like random uh well especially i know because l likes um physical touch and but ash you like acts of service does like random stuff like we just chill on the couch and i rub your feet does that like what yes Absolutely. Wait, no, wait, stop, wait, <laughs> wait, go back, wait, yeah, I didn't, stop, I because didn't your, face said a, because... your face said a whole lot, and I don't think I, I might have answered it wrong. Re- no, you yeah, answered I it need, right. I, need I was just, I was just, said, I was just, that, does that make us in love? Like, does that, like, like, we're doing it as men, because you're not men, we can cut off our thought processes, so, you know, we just be rubbing your right. foot, like, watching TV, no big thing. Um, right. N- but then I can just jog the stuff in my head, and it was like when she just said, "You make you could that can possibly make me fall in love with you." Like, no, no, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, stuff that, that men that do comes along with that. It's not just oh, he yeah, but there's there, there's there's a lot of stuff that I think that we do 
that we don't know that we do that mm. incites the crazy that happens Ooh, later on. Okay, <laughs> just wanted you to stop there for a moment. I just wanted you to stop there for a moment, Malik, because I have said this on a previous episode that us as women, some of us fantasize what is happening when the intention behind it was not actually what we thought by men. And then we end up in a situation where we are looking at something with this rose-colored glasses <laughs> of some sort, and the man looks completely like b- baffled on what is happening and he's like well wait hold on i ain't even care i just i needed to kind of just sit in that moment for a moment because i've done yes, it that happens a lot. there you know my friends have done it like it's a thing that we do and he just said literally just said out loud that like y'all can shut down your thought process and just be doing stuff almost like a autopilot. what's the word i'm looking for yeah like autopilot and then we fantasize. We'd be like, oh, girl, he rubbed my feet last night. He be like, and then his mind, he like, I'm just trying to shut up so I can watch the game. You see what I'm saying? Like, we don't, oh, like, okay. I'm not saying that's not always the intention. I'm not saying that. I'm just But that's saying, a good one, though. That is a, mm. I'm just saying that this is like an actual thing. And for a while, I felt like I was crazy because everybody kept looking at me like I was the bad guy. And I feel bad, but I also know that there are people who do that intentionally, right? Um. No, I, I was about to say, it could be both things. Like, we could be doing it just be like, oh, I know she likes her foot getting rubbed, but it doesn't mean anything to us, so we're doing it for you. But right. we're not thinking about it like, oh, yeah, like, oh, I hope I'm doing a good job for it. Like, we're just doing it just to be doing it. Or it could be, like you said, you talking too much in the game is on. Let me rub your feet while Listen, I watch this game. First of all, in my defense, I'm screaming at the TV with you. So there's that. Yeah, final question that I have um, for both of you. When you choose your partner, is there certain preferences, educational level, finances, like anything like that, that are top priority for you when you're choosing them? Um, yeah, you can't be a dummy. Like, now, that's not to say you have to be, like, college educated or because some people college just isn't for them so I can't be like oh I want a college graduate or you got to be boom boom like no because again college is not for everybody and I get that but we have to be able to hold an intellectual conversation I'm that weird person that knows a whole lot about like weird stuff so like if we can carry a conversation an intellectual conversation then cool I'm all for it as far as money goes I mean, I'm not watching your pockets for real, but the fact that you get up every day and you go to work and you're doing, you know, productive things with your life, that matters. I don't want nobody that's laying around in the house all day or, you know what I mean, they get up and they shower and they just want to go hang out outside. No, sir, I clock in every morning. I'm going to need you to do the same. Um, well... I, I, I don't clock in every day. Okay. Well, um, as long as you get into some type of paper, legally. I, I, it's I pimping these streets. Like, okay. Oh, my God. Legally. Oh, my Lord. Legal money uh, is all I ask. I'm, I need to go ahead and make the LLC for real, for real. <laughs> um, so, it depends on what I'm dating for. Like, getting older, dating should mean something. Like, you should be dating towards a goal. I'm dating towards marriage. I don't want to get married more than once. So, every time I date someone... I, uh, you know, I look for the things that I would want in my marriage, not necessarily in a wife, but just in my marriage. Um, but what I find and what happens a lot is, um, something that I look for a lot is emotional maturity. 
That's something that is not talked about. It's not taught. And, you know, um, a lot of times we use that term these days, toxic. A lot of people are toxic and they don't know that they're toxic. Um, and the actions that they like to do breed toxicness or you, or you have friends that are toxic. So like, but you'd be like, I'm not toxic, but that's, but your homegirl very toxic. And you breed into that. Like that still affects you because then, and then the letters will affect me. Um, it'll be a fool for me to ask for a woman to do, to have everything that I have. Um, and all the reason why I say that is because it'll be slim pickings. It'd be like own car, own place to stay, make six figures. You know, I, I, I'll be out here trying to date, you know, I had to go to cities like New York or Atlanta or stuff like that to find these women. You know what's uh, not weird saying that, though? Not saying these women are not out here, but women require that of men. I was going to say, that's that high value man talk that we, we always yeah. hear about, right? The, the only other question that I have, do yeah. you feel like you, like when, when do you feel like men know? that this person is somebody that they would put a ring on, get married. And can somebody change your mind? Mm. Um, I'll start this off with, there's a wonderful Drake lyric. And I think it's in uh, Marvin's room. Oh Lord, this shit finna be messy. <laughs> and he, no, he said, <laughs> I need somebody that's able to take me out of my prime. So basically it just means, I think it's in that song, but I, I, um, basically what it means is just like a lot of times what happens with guys is like, um, if a guy's not already on that tip where he's looking for marriage or stuff like that, he's just surfing. He's just seamless out there, you know, uh, dropping dick off and taking names. But there's always that one person where it was like, you know, well, you hear the story a lot of times. It was like, well, I dropped dick off to her and I thought it would just be that same thing as everybody else, but it hit different. So your mind can change. Like a woman can change a man's mind. Now, a woman shouldn't try to change a man's mind. So there's okay. a difference in that. A lot of times women try to change men. You shouldn't mm -hmm. do that. But yourself, you as your own entity can be powerful enough to change a man because I have to choose now not to go. I have to choose now to come home and and uh, and pick you up something or take you out to eat or bring home food instead of going out with my dudes or going out chasing women. You know, I, that's a actual thought process choice, you know. So, yes, y'all do have the right, to, I mean, the power to change a man, but you should try to, hmm. you know. I like that. You could always state that, you know, what's wrong, you know, what's going on, like, what stuff that you don't like that they can do. You could always say it out loud, and if he decides that he still wants you in his life, he's going to work on those things. He put, he may need help working on those. That's perfectly fine, but he's trying to change. If he immediately, you know, says like okay well i'm gonna try to change or even even step step further and ask you how can i be a better man for you then that's saying something that he's trying to change for you you know okay listen to me Apparently. women are automatically are born with value and, and it's seen and, and the double standard is seen as is why you know, people try to protect the girl from like when she's growing up, like protect her from boys and all this other stuff. But guys should go do what he wants. It's because you have more value to the world than a man does. Uh, we have to earn that value. We don't earn that value until we get educated. We get jobs. We get money. We get this. Or in this in the second situation, we get into a relationship. Yes. I like that. Well, Malik L., that time has come. 
Thank you so much, Malik, for joining the show. It has been an extreme pleasure, and we look forward to having you on the show again. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. And to join the conversation, be sure to follow us on IG at sis.itellyouwhat underscore pod. See you next time.